Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. What's up, gamers? Uh, Hello, welcome back to another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about pop culture, movies, and try to keep things just a little bit more positive. We don't always succeed, but we do have a good time doing it. My name's Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by Lawrence Heisey, he's a cunt, no one cares about him, and also Beth Taylor, our Woo-hoo. special Marvel correspondent. Hello, Beth, how are you? I'm fantastic, Nathan, how are you? What a wonderful day, I'm very well. How is that other cunt? I'm very well, Nathan, it's it's Electro Monday today. Okay, uh, that's a great joke. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm very well, Nathan. I have I've just I've just seen a good movie. Um, but how 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 have you how are you two? How how have you two been? Yeah, yeah, been pretty right. good. Let's shut up. You, Let's... You've both been yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fine. We want to talk about the movie because we've had yeah. to whenever, wait. I, whenever I jump straight in, you go. Oh, Lawrence always just jumps straight into it. Yes, never never, but... never time for chit chat. Yes. I think this on this occasion we can jump right in. Exactly, Lawrence. This Beth, this isn't be, a regular Beth, occasion. Bethy, your invite will be revoked if you talk back again. How uh, dare you, Lawrence Heisey? You. you make up fifty percent of the pod, so he doesn't. Shut he does, I, I'm the director, so oh, he's, go, he's lucky to be here. If anything, I'll, I'll be lucky. replacing you, Lawrence. Exactly. How'd you like that? Oh, the listeners will plummet. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's what you think. Well, from four <laughs> to two. Yeah, exactly. Fifty percent is all I hear, Nathan. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll go. Lawrence is gone. Thank fuck, I can finally listen to Nathan without having to put up with that ear bleeding. Nah. Yeah, ear bleeding. Bloody Nora. Yeah, yeah. Very rude. Anyway, um, we saw a movie, a movie that the world has been waiting for, that everyone and their mum uh, knew the secrets and the casting about. Um, we saw Spider-Man: No Way Home. Me and Beth saw it yesterday. Not together, we did, but Lawrence saw it like about fucking twelve years after it came out, 
Um, fake fan. Yeah, fake fan indeed. Um, it was going to be worse. I was originally going to see it tomorrow. I know. Yeah, you stupid slut. Anyway, um, so <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. <clears throat> Pretty good. Uh. <laughs> I agree. And next week we're going to be talking about this. <laughs> oh, we will actually. Yeah, Beth, you back. Beth, up, you're Beth, you're the guest. Give us I'm your thoughts. Any no, sure. No, um, so this is um, as December. We are doing a series of fun and family festive episodes for festive movies. Um, so we started with Home Alone. We then no, we didn't. No, we Home didn't. Alone. No, we didn't. What did we do? What did we do? Stuart Little. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> we did Stuart movie Little. just with a mouse. We did Stuart Little. Then we did the Star Wars Holiday Special, but it never got released because we lost the recording. And now yeah. we're doing Spider Man, everyone's favorite family festive movie. Um, so Merry Christmas to all and to all. Beth, what did you think of Spider Man? Best Spider Man movie I've ever seen. Boom! There it is. That's there we how go. I feel. Bold claim. Twitter is seething. Twitter pretty much agrees. That's how <laughs> yeah. I feel. Thank God. Can we can we all unite under a Spider-Man movie that is that has mostly been received as positive for everyone? Lawrence, what did you think of this movie? I would be inclined to agree. I think it's too early to say, but I would be very inclined to agree with Beth. I I would also be inclined to agree with Beth. It is a bold claim, but fuck, it's a good movie. It is yeah. a such good a good film. movie. Yeah. I had the most the best cinema experience of my life watching this because I had an empty cinema. It was oh. literally just me. In, well, excuse me, with a recliner and with, a buffet. With a re- yeah, I, I treated myself. I did the CI I did the Cineworld VIP experience. It's like 30 quid a ticket, but I thought, you know what, it's Spider-Man, I'm gonna take the day off work, I'm gonna do this properly. <laughs> I feel like as well, it's it's one of those movies where I feel like it's been anticipated. I'm going to boldly claim like Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. I feel like the hype was so massive and, you know, you're only going to experience this type of thing once in the cinema. So why not treat yourself? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I have seen, you know, there are videos starting to pop up online of, of similar reactions to like uh, Endgame and that sort of thing in the cinema. Um, so, so people seem to be enjoying this, but yeah, I saw it in an empty cinema, which for me, that is my ideal cinema experience. Yeah. Just no one else around me, just complete silence. I can be as loud as I want, if I want to, there's no one else distracting me. You can sob if you want to. I can sob and I did. And I did. Oh God. Several occasions did I sob. Um, but, but yes, well, we'll get into all of that. So, um, opening was great picks up i would say it picks up immediately after far from home but it kind of picks up during far from home yeah because <laughs> it's like literally during the last few seconds of no of uh, far from home it picks up um and i and i think it's just a great opening that really just fucking throws you head first into the chaos of yeah. of like what that reveal would be what yeah. were you were you guys get so when i i remember um when I watched Far From Home for the first time, and at the end, I went, "God, I hope they don't fumble that like fumble that cliffhanger." Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, "They, they, they, they've basically Marvel have brought their cock to the table. Now, yeah. fuck it, do now do something with it." And I was, and I'm, I was so happy when the opening was good, and it wasn't just like some some fucking bullshit reason, and, and then it was fine. Yeah, yeah, because the end of um the end of Homecoming 
they, they both ended with someone saying, what the fuck? In the first one, it was Aunt May when she found out Peter was Spider-Man. In yeah. that one, it was Peter when the world found out he was Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and, and so the end of Homecoming, like it, it kind of did the same thing. I thought there was going to be more of a payoff of that in Far From Home, but there wasn't. It was just yeah. like, oh, she's fine with it. Let's move on. So there was a bit of a worry like when Far From Home came out there. Are they going to do something similar? Is it just going to be people know Peter is Spider-Man now? Is there going to be ramifications of this? Uh, yeah. But no, they, they did it. They fucking stuck to it and, and fair play to them. And my, and my God, when they stick to it, it, it's good. It's so much better <laughs> when they I, don't. I felt physically uncomfortable when, like, like, in a good way. Like, I felt like fucking hell. I would not want to be Peter Parker right now. Like, that well, that whole... woman tried to grab his mask and just take it off him. I was like, "What are you doing?" I liked they they released that clip, didn't they? They they released yeah. that clip, and then I realized like what the stuff they cut out of it because there's quite they quite they cut quite a lot out. Um, yeah. Of, of what they released and it was there's a, there's a really funny moment where it's like peter's like excuse me guys can you please not touch my girlfriend blah 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 uh, and she she grabs his mask and then he's like could you and then like he pulls away and she's like spider-man hit me i'm recording this i'm recording this spider-man hit me. i was like fuck uh... america is the wild west <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i didn't see that the only stuff that i saw before i went into it was the two trailers and that was that i didn't watch any Smart. spots um i knew that obviously they released the first couple minutes um and i was like nope i'm gonna wait until i'm in the cinema because i want to experience this for the first time and when i did and i saw the shit storm that was going on like i like it i like i love it when a movie makes me feel things on the inside not just like yeah. happiness and tears but like uncomfortableness and cringiness and all the yeah. stuff that you don't want to feel it, it it makes it feel so much more realistic i felt like i was there with him i felt the feelings that he was feeling it was i yeah i was like i do not want to be in that position yeah i do love that moment when they get back to the apartment and they're having to juggle both happy and aunt may and then like just out everything else, like all the chaos, trying to stop them from finding out. But how long can that really go on for? How long can they just enjoy this little bit of bliss that they have, this this little bit of peace before yeah. it all goes to shit? Turns out about thirty seconds. Bless them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but got helicopters outside <laughs> waiting for them. Yeah, that, that was just a really good scene again. Just the fucking the chaos of it all. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that, and it was a funny sex joke too. <laughs> uh beth real quick what was your um so i know i know how nathan's watched the spider movies in the past and stuff but i saw you were re-watching them on twitter Do, had you seen all of the spider-man movies prior to the mcu spider-man stuff so i'd seen both the andrew garfields and i'd only actually seen spider-man one i hadn't seen okay. number two and three um okay. so obviously you know as a as a female and the first child in my lads, family. Lads, 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 lads. <laughs> I I didn't get to grow up with Spider Man. Yeah. Um. Not to say that you know girls, uh, you know, five six years old can't. But that was just that was my but your that was mom my experience. Gender stereotypes and is no. <laughs> it was just that it was just that that was my life. That's just how it was. I was never really introduced. So I I was quite late to the superhero scene. Um. But what I wanted to do, so obviously I'd already seen the first one, but knowing that this was coming up and I just, I wanted to, in a way, pay homage to, to Tobey Maguire. Because in a sense, you know, he started this all off. He, he started Spider-Man. Obviously, people already loved Spider-Man before they brought it to live action. But I feel like Tobey Maguire just really 
took it off and um and I wanted to watch it especially as well cuz um I knew about the green goblin cuz I'd seen the first movie but I didn't know anything about Doc Ock from you know the fact that he's got tentacle for arms um so I wanted to rewatch the movies um actually see them for the first time as well number 2 and 3 and and get yeah. to know the villains their backstory I didn't know that Doc Ock was genuinely a good guy he was just you yeah, he's know one of the boys yeah, he was just, well. he had a terrible accident that, that ended up controlling him. So for me to watch that before I watched No Way Home, I was glad that I did. Doc Ock is the world's most theatrical eco-terrorist um, and okay. always has been. I, just, I need to make a clear distinction here. The movie version is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he loves but the no. power of the sun in the palm of his hand, Nathan. He absolutely loves it. <laughs> when he said that, I was cheering. I was literally cheering when he said yeah. there's a few. There's a few moments of that. There, there is. A, there's, you know, I'm something of a scientist, a scientist myself. myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah you are, Norman. <laughs> oh, you, no, you, you're amazing. You are amazing. Yeah, yeah that was amazing. I was we'll, like, get, we'll, get, nice. we'll get to that. We'll get to all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so what do you think no, of what do you think of those Spider-Man movies, though, Beth? Obviously, you know, they are almost 20 years old. They're all um, their time. Part of me was a little bit, you know, there are some scenes that do make you cringe, but it was more of a good cringe for me because like I felt like you know, I, I put myself into the mindset of a, a five, six year old that, Can you know, be. that's, yeah, that, that's the age that I would have been if I'd actually watched when they came out. So I put yeah. myself in that mindset. And obviously, there were some scenes, like, especially in the third Spider Man when he's doing that fucking dance and the jazz scene. Like, I was like, oh my God, what is this? But I thought I, I genuinely enjoyed them. I Find really did. Some shade, hot legs. Slips in a fiver. <laughs> but no, I, I'm glad I watched them. And because and for me, my Spider-Man, I guess, growing up, I'm, I'm quoting that, was, was Andrew Garfield. Because yeah, maybe. Growing up. I was like fucking uni when I came no, I No, but, but, no, but genu- for me, that's that's what it was. Because, you know, I, I've, I started watching The Avengers and, and that's when The Amazing Spider-Man was coming out. And, you know, that's when I... I had a massive crush on Andrew Garfield as well, and I really yeah. enjoyed those films. So I, I wanted to go back and watch not I just... just got the, the the Andrew Garfield lawyer up asshole scene from Social Network just on repeat in her bedroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Absolutely but I. I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to to watch both of them and relive, you know, the Spider-Man love and you know reintroduce myself to the villains again. Because obviously in the Amazing Spider-Man we get the Lizard and Electro and and yeah. rewatching the second Amazing Spider-Man when I watched it years ago, it was shit. But yeah. watching it now, there are some elements to it that I actually do like. Like there's the, the one. Chasm supremacy. <laughs> no, I, I, I I think that I think those two movies are better than the Raimi trilogy. Really? I oh do, shit! Yeah. He said some I stuff. I, I'm stuff. surprised about that. Anyway, shut up. We we'll forget about that. The, we're talking about this one anyway. Yeah. But but yeah. These, so this. But you can't talk about this one without talking. Shut about up. Them all. <laughs> <laughs> I was plugging. Yes. We've got an episode. We spoke about it ages ago. Although my opinions have drastically changed since then, and I'd like to be removed from that episode. <laughs> Right. Well, no, but it's like, it's like things like um, that that scene, the the last scene with Electro and Spider Man when when he's you know when he's bouncing the power off the cables and he's playing Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, I I just thought that I was like that's actually quite cool. I actually yeah. quite like that. You know why? Nathan got so. a boner when that came on because he loves Skrillex. That's what he told me. <laughs> it's true. 
because I watched them all as well, in- including Spider Verse, because this movie really is just a fucking love letter to Spider Man. Oh yeah, in the biggest way possible. It's particularly Spider Man in the movies, obviously. Um, and and it and does... to the fans, I'd say a love letter to the fans. Massively, there's a lot of fan service in this movie. Yeah, some of which can be a little hokey and a little cheesy at times. I I, th- I do think, as much as I love Willem Dafoe in this movie, and he is one of the fucking standouts, he is seriously incredible in this movie, I yeah. do think the I'm something of a scientist line was pretty <laughs> cheesy. But... <It> was. <laughs> oh, and he del- but the best thing about him, though, if you're going to do cheesy, he's the man to do it. Like, yeah. Oh, 100%. You don't you can't think, give that to anyone else. No, and I, I think that's what, because like you say, it was cheesy, but I think you wouldn't be able to get away with it anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like like I say, he did a fucking phenomenal job. He, more, this is his best performance as fucking Norman. I think he He's he really fucking played up the whole like fucking Jekyll and Hyde of it all in this movie. Yeah, was, yeah. and and the actual like fucking pain it caused him. Like he he didn't want to be the goblin. You really got a sense of that in this yeah. movie. And it was in the in the first one. I've always gone back and forth, and I'm sure a Raimi fanboy is gonna fucking eat me out. Um. But I've always, I've always gone back and forth on, is it all bullshit and is he just yeah. an evil, nasty wanker? Yeah. Like, mm. and I've, I've always gone back and forth on that. It's because you know it doesn't do any favors when he's like Peter, it's me at the end, and then he's like Godspeed, Spider Man, yeah. and I'm like, we, because that, because that's he seems to be picking and choosing. Um, yeah, but it was yeah, very it, just like here and now in the moment, wasn't it? Very yeah, much. very much so. It feels like there was a much more clear distinction in in this movie than than from. 20 years ago and like the moment where he like fucking he the goblin came back like when they're in the fucking the like happy's apartment it was actually fucking terrifying there was just there was a real sense of fucking oh that was yeah because you had fucking his peter spider sense going off but he couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on that was i loved that scene it was really well shot as well and it was yeah fucking just really good the tension was just off the charts in this scene this entire this entire movie makes the rest of Marvel's movies look like shit. Like <laughs> no, but it but it does no, but do you know what I mean? This, yeah. this John had Watts a is clear... a phenomenal director. I think Marvel got lucky with John see, Watts. See, I think they did and they also didn't, because Far From Home looks like shit too. I disagree. And I think I no, I think Homecoming looks amazing, and I think Far From Home looks like shit for the most part. This looks incredible. Like this I disagree. Is... I think Far From Home looks really good as well. I think Far From Home has amazing moments, but when when it's you know shot two shot reverse, it it's very lazy in my opinion. Fair enough. But but yeah, no, I I agree. There are some amazing moments in it. But this um anyway, Lawrence loves cinema. (laughs) No, no, but it wasn't it like the the moment where this I would I don't want to jump ahead too much, but the moment where Peter was essentially mourning Aunt May up in that like that's an amazing moment. Yeah, yeah, but 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 and and it's so much better because it's shot so nicely. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not disagreeing uh, with you. I'm saying this movie is incredibly short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a great. <laughs> we all agree. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's all get I'm angry at each other for agreeing. <laughs> right. For, firstly, I I want to jump in and say that oh, as the world's big, as the world's biggest Daredevil fan, we fucking won, baby. We fucking yeah. won. Oh my god! I don't. You know what? I'm Go glad on. that they didn't do too much. I liked that it was kind of. Oh yeah, we've got him. By the way, just so you know, we've yeah. got Charlie Cox. We've got Daredevil. You'll see him soon. Did you scream, Lawrence? Uh, I, I, so I didn't, right? But I was like, I kind of went into this really happy shock, and like the scene was playing out, and I was just like, "Where's my fucking Murdoch?" And like, I, I saw was... the walking cane, and I just yeah. knew. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think most people safely assumed at that point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, when I saw when I saw Tom Holland suit up as Spider Man, I was like, "This is a Spider Man movie." Yeah. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Suck your mum. <laughs> you need a lawyer. A blind lawyer appears. Beth's like, "Now, who could this be?" <laughs> oh, this is a very shut subtle, up! This is an extremely subtle Easter egg. Um, <laughs> anyway, I stand, sorry, Beth, I stand by the fact that like he wasn't involved in it, but it was a nice little. You yeah. know, we, we do have him and, and you're going to see I, more I of didn't him. want him to be. There There was like yeah. very much, especially in this court, like I don't know if, I don't think they're going to keep the canon of the Netflix universe. No, no, I think it's just, not. look, he's here. No. You wanted him here, he's fucking here. Um, uh, if they keep the canon, that means they got to keep Iron Fist and they're not fucking touching. No, no, definitely not. They're gonna but keep. I... They're going to keep Charlie Cox, they're going to keep Vincent D'Onofrio, maybe, maybe they'll keep Kristen Ritter, maybe they'll keep John Bernthal. But they'd be yeah. lucky if they did. <laughs> I don't think they'll touch John Bernthal now because that series was way too violent. Like, oh, but then again, so was Daredevil season one. Like, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, they'd have they'd have yeah. to do something yeah. R-rated for like like with Daredevil. They, they I, I don't think they'll touch to... the Punisher for a long time. Like, I don't yeah. think I just don't think they will. Um, but he was one of the standouts of it. But yeah, that was anyway. I don't, I didn't want him to be involved more so than the lawyer because what's Daredevil gonna do? Like. <laughs> He's gonna break. run around and be like, "I caught, I caught some debris." Like I don't know. There's a fucking, there's a, there's a, a he, person on the floor, and he's like, "Better move that out of the way." I'm he Daredevil. Caught, he caught that brick. That was pretty cool. He did catch a brick. That, that was, was good... cool. <laughs> They're all just like, "We have no time to be confused by this," but that wasn't normal. Can we all agree? <laughs> <laughs> on the brick, it said something like, "Mysterio was right," or "I believe um, Mysterio," or yeah, something. Yeah, like I that. believe Mysterio. Yeah. yeah. Were you guys so obviously this fucking let's not be around the bush with the the leaks and shit of this? Um, everyone's known for the longest time that Toby and Andrew were going to be in it. There were people that refused to believe it, but I, would, half I, was one, I was one of those people. I refused to believe it. I wanted to be surprised. And when Andrew Garfield said he wasn't in it and he said, you know, stuff was photoshopped, I was like, you know what? I'm going to believe you. Andrew because... Garfield needs to be in the Oscars for his performances. Oh, he's he's a mate. Like Toby Maguire avoided that because he's not really done anything. So you know, whereas Andrew Garfield's got a well, lot of stuff just, coming out. It was so. shitty timing for him. Obviously, it's probably planned yeah. out with Sony, but because Andrew Garfield was actually promoting another movie at the time, yeah. So like he had to go on the talk shows for his promotional yeah. run of Tick Tick Boom, and then they were just like, "Well, we've got you here, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man." Yeah, but so, no, yeah. I, I was definitely one of those people that refused to believe it because I was like, you know, if if it is true, I want to experience it on the screen first. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I was glad that I, you know I didn't go around looking like, oh, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, no, like I wasn't looking for proof i wasn't looking for evidence i was like if they're saying they're not in it and they're saying things are photoshop because you know people are good at photoshopping nowadays i'll believe it and, yeah. and if it is true i want to be blown away by the big screen and which i was yeah nathan what would what was um what was your what was your reaction to it to what andrew and toby yeah because if they come they come back in a scene that i was not expecting them to come back in no I and thought... ned as well sorry to jump forward but that that's quite cool ned no, we'll get to cool. we'll get to Ned. We'll do we'll do yeah. Ned. <sighs> we will. Um, yeah, no, I I I, I knew there was going to be in it. I never for I never well I did doubt it at some points during the the whole discourse. Um, but towards from like I don't know, let's say October onwards, it was pretty much fucking guaranteed that yeah. they was that they was in it. So so it wasn't a, a massive surprise, but it was still just really exciting confirmation. 
Would you say it was more of a surprise to you seeing how much they were in the movie? No, no, it was it was about what I expected. I never thought they'd I... be in it from the beginning. I know I didn't necessarily think it'd be just a cameo. I th- I thought it would be like about about what we got. Yeah, fair enough. I I, I felt like we got them for a lo- obviously, like I say, because I chose not to believe anything and see anything. I I felt it was really nice because I felt like I I got to see them a lot longer than I expected. And you know, actually seeing them in the suits, and you know, and and Toby being a bit older as well, like them not de-aging I, him, and I, I like it. I am very unfamiliar with Toby Maguire's face modern day because when I saw him, I was like, "Fuck, you're old, dude." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are remember way it's older. been twenty years since the oh, first yeah, no, movie absolutely, came out. Absolutely, but I was like, "You are old as shit." Like, especially when, when you compare out. him to Willem Dafoe, because I feel like. For the longest time, Willem Dafoe has kind of just looked the same. <laughs> to be fair, Willem Dafoe is de-aged in this movie. As oh, is, is um, Yeah, as is Alfred Molina. Yeah, uh, yeah, I knew about are. Alfred Molina. Yeah, um, no, so I've always been of the opinion that um, while I, I do like the Raimi movies, they're, they're my least favourite, and I think Toby is the weakest Spider-Man of the three. I... Don't fucking come for me, Twitter. I don't care. But <laughs> I, I, I just agree. think he's—I just think he's a little wooden. I don't think he necessarily brings too much to the table. He doesn't really fit. He's never really fit the character of Peter or Spider-Man for me. Yeah. Um, and if anything, this movie just cemented that. It was like, My... yeah, you know what? I'm right. And um, because in that scene where where they come up in fucking Ned Zabella's apartment, um, Andrew comes in. And it's fucking great. He's larger than life. He's Andrew Garfield. He's Peter Parker. He's Spider-Man. He's so fucking happy to be back. Crawling around the ceilings, doing fucking webs, whatever he's doing. He's having the time of his life. And then someone's fucking dad shows up, looking like they walked into the wrong barbecue and just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. It was just very it was very just understated and just a little there was something about it which was just very off. It was just like But they couldn't have done they could couldn't have done it differently like he, no. it, it could have no 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 because they would it would have been weirder if he came in and was a completely different spider-man to that we've known i completely agree with no, you. no my, yes. my least favorite it, thing about the raimi movies is spider-man from the raimi movies like that's and that's weird to say but it would have been so mm. weird if he came in and was just like i'm now this massive character like i like, think that's one of the things that's that i took away from, from watching the raimi movies recently as someone who didn't watch them 20 years ago and obviously seeing the andrew garfield and the tom holland versions of spider-man and obviously knowing the comics and i also grew up watching the um cartoons I mean, we've all seen like spider-man that. no but I, i'm my thing i know i noticed that toby Maguire lacks i feel like the personality of spider-man you know like quick-witted stuff the sarcasm and and watching the raimi movies made Mm. me realize that yeah you know he's a classic he brought the character to life on the big screen but i prefer andrew and tom i i I, you know people will hate me for that but i feel like they embodied how spider-man should be with his you know sarcasm and and jokes and people, the chatting and stuff like I, that i like i like the raimi movies i think all three of them are good movies but people look through them with rose-tinted glasses so much so yeah. what but the thing is that i'm not necessarily saying that he has to come in and fucking do backflips and fucking run up the walls and all that shit but just walking in and just being like hi hi i'm here <laughs> Well, he, he's um, also a lot older though than than the other two. Yeah, but still, he doesn't just have to be like, "Hi." 
Oh, but then, but then I guess Jake Johnson's Spider Man's an older guy too. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, d- I don't. It was just very understated. I mean, maybe that's kind of the point because yeah, he is older and that sort of thing. He's like what forty at this point, fifty nine. I don't fucking know. Been there, done but that. It's okay. it, it's still it's just very. It was very like I don't know, like fucking excited puppy Andrew Garfield, and then fucking a cat on its last fucking life coming in. <laughs> Well, I've, I've just looked at the um, the age difference. So Tobey Maguire's forty six, Andrew yeah. Garfield's thirty eight, and then Tom Holland's twenty five. So I yeah. think you can definitely see the age difference between. Oh, I like I like the fact that he's older. I I would have hated it if they de-aged him and and had him be the same age. I like the fact that he is an older Peter Parker. He, he's had like fucking life experience. He's clearly still doing Spider Man, even though you know he's got a bad back and shit, and he has to crack it or whatever. <laughs> Um, but but I don't know. Just there was something about that, and, and to be fair, it is mostly just that bit. For the rest of it, he's pretty okay. But yeah, there was just like, the fucking way he came in. It was just very. And now Toby is here too, especially since I don't know. I think probably he was the one the fans wanted to see most. So it just seems weird in that respect as well. But I, yeah. I think I I get what you're saying, but I think the people that the Raimi fans that wanted him to see wanted to see him again, they will have been absolutely f- happy with what they got. I think. Like, because yeah. that's that's what they like about the first ones, right? An understated, shy guy who is just like <laughs> fucking boring as shit. Basically, like, <laughs> yeah. like like a really just a boring dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a boring guy who struggles to read poetry or whatever. He loves, yeah. he fucking loves a poem. I was just gonna say, if we if we take away Tom Holland from the situation, my, my opinion is I I prefer how Andrew prefer, portrayed Spider Man well, and Peter Parker. So. I was just going to say, um, I again, I really enjoy Tom as Spider-Man. I think he is a fucking great Spider-Man. Probably, uh, probably the best of the three. That being said, Andrew fucking stole the show in this movie for me. Yeah. yeah. He was so fucking good, man. He was yeah. so good. Because like, like, like Tom Holland, he's always wanted to play Spider-Man as well. Like he grew up with Spider-Man the same way as Tom. And, and when he was doing the movies, he was so excited. And, and me me and um, Ben were discussing it because obviously Ben went to see it as well. And I think what we both um, noticed or, or felt that we got from Toby and Andrew is this was kind of their way to say goodbye to Spider-Man because both of them never got to finish their series because Spider-Man 4 and Amazing Spider-Man 3 were essentially pulled from underneath them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of them got more of a wrap up than the other did. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Justice for Andrew Garfield is what I can say I, at this point. I had the I had the reverse of uh, reverse effect because Andrew Garfield's always been my favorite Spider Man. Like I, I maybe I don't think he necessarily has the best movies. Um, I like his movies, but they're not my favorite ones. Uh, played but I him think well. He, I think he's the best on screen adaptation of Spider Man until I saw this, and yes. it's still very early doors for me. But what Tom Holland did differently with this Peter Parker, and maybe it's because I've just rewatched his both of his two previous movies, um, is the the evolution, like the arc of him going from child to Peter Parker, Spider Man, superhero, responsible dude, like yeah. in this, I, it was fu- he fucking nailed it. Tom like, Holland it is so, so good. good in this movie. He's and yeah. What what I was saying about Andrew still in the show, that's not to fucking disparage Tom at all because he was no, seriously fucking incredible. And it, it is the best he's ever been. He's always been 
good as Spider-Man. I've always loved him as Spider-Man from the beginning. They um, solidified him. But this... It, Mate, he, they gave him fucking... shit in this. They let him chew a fucking sad scene and he could he clearly stepped up and brought the like the acting chops to it because like one thing like uh, the mcu yes i know it gets his criticisms for like you know it's a joke and stuff but they've never for me i've never disliked what they've what the mcu have done with spider-man it just wasn't what i'm technically used to seeing as spider-man but this was and i was like fuck this is a really welcome surprise and the yeah. scene the scene on the rooftop again you know where we said it earlier it's it's a well shot scene where he's watching you know jameson on the fucking screen and that sort of thing it's it's a well shot scene but just fucking tom as well though it's he he plays it so well and then later on on the school rooftop where you know the three of them get to have the the talk about like who they've lost and that type of yeah. thing. Yeah. All, all, all well, <laughs> two of them bring their A game. One of them's pretty good as well. <laughs> For that scene, they, look, they've all lost someone, all right, but just two of them are better at showing it. <laughs> and and I'm being mean. I'm being very mean. No, I he's, know he's what you good. mean. He's though. good. He's good. <laughs> Let, let's let's draw a line on the fact that the Tobey Maguire is the least talented Spider-Man actor, in my opinion. Yes. Um, um, but no, but, that's my opinion. Come at me, Twitter. <laughs> Fuck it. But no, the he is really Tom is fucking incredible in this movie. I genuinely mean that. Like the scenes where he's talking, uh, where just the the scene alone, the moment where he's just hugging fucking Zendaya and uh, Jacob Atalon, um uh-huh. when after Aunt May's died, it's it's fucking heartbreaking. And then yeah. how he says he wants to kill fucking Norman for what he's done, and then yeah. the fire as well. It was fucking brutal and he, he, he was just good he was very very good and he, he deserved do you know what i feel like i got a um i felt i felt like a proud mum for for tom holland because i know you know where he's our age um and obviously everyone's seen those pictures going around of of tom when he was a young kid wearing his spider-man suit and his yeah. spider-man action figures i kind of felt i feel like i could feel how excited and happy he was through the screen to be working with Toby and Andrew. And I feel like, you know, he's always been good at Spider-Man and he's always... He got a, um, you know, he got a standing to... ovation uh, after the premiere and he, like, burst into tears. Yeah, really? but that, that's how, yeah. that's what yeah, I mean. I, okay. I feel like he definitely, you know, <clears throat> not, not to say that he didn't give it his all in the last two movies, but I think from a sense of pride I, I and happiness he actually brought his a game to this well, movie I, I think he brought it all in the last two movies but i don't think i like and i again i want to stress i like them i like i like them both quite a bit i think tom holland has always brought his a game i just don't think sony has yeah i'd agree i'd agree and i and i think that's the i think sony are the biggest fucking villain of, of all of them they've always been there. <laughs> they've, they've always everyone been, over they really have they've always yeah. been the biggest villain they are the reason that my fucking guy garfield didn't get his his due uh. and he didn't you know get to finish his story um yeah. and they really really fucked him over they were like, yeah. you know that meme of eric andre shooting someone and it's like why did you do this it's like <laughs> amazing um, a sony stuffed too much into amazing spider-man 2 amazing spider-man 2 fails how did you do this like, <laughs> it's like you what? did it how could yeah. andrew garfield do this <laughs> yeah how did andrew really, garfield yeah. do this so badly yeah. so t- take away the flaws in the amazing spider-man 2 i i d- could not complain about andrew's performance at all in that it's movie. the shining it's the shining light of his films and that, yeah, and that yeah. massively carries over to this. I've, I've, one moment I really loved in this movie is that, that scene on the rooftop again when they was talking about, you know, Uncle Ben, Aunt May, Gwen, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, Andrew Garfield, Peter, was talking about how he lost Gwen. And then he was talking about, like, what that did to him. And he stopped, 
he stopped pulling his punches. He stopped being Spider-Man, not in the sense that he, he wasn't fucking, yeah. fucking crime, but he wasn't holding himself back. He was just really fucking the line, tearing into people. And it was... Oh, it was the line cool. about him, like, put, stop pulling his punches fucking broke my heart. Because you, yeah. you can see him going down that path at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. And it's why it stings that we never got Amazing Spider-Man 3. It really because does, Because of the yeah. fact that it's... It, they literally fucking teed him up, lined him up, <clears> and then just went... Nah, you'll never get the chance. Yeah. And it is fucking heartbreaking. And then again, the scene where with fucking MJ falling off the, the statue and Peter, uh, Tom Holland goes to save her, but he gets knocked out the way. And then Andrew, he doesn't fucking miss a second. Good for him. Oh, Straight away, he's on it. The um, redemption. Yeah. I was so happy. Like, and that, yeah, like you say, when he gets to the bottom and, you know, he asks. Uh, MJ if she's okay and then you see that this is why Andrew Garth is a phenomenal actor as well and you see that kind of like slight shift in his facial expressions where you can tell he thought about the moment of him not being able to catch Gwen and MJ asked if he's okay and he's like yeah I am but you know that he's he's thinking in, in himself he's like why couldn't have done why couldn't I have done this for Gwen yeah I see I don't I don't think he's thinking that I hmm. think he's I think that's it's way more of a of of a moment of because he's he's shown immediately in this as the guy that's like no one's impressed by my spider-man antics and I'm insecure about it massively like I think at that moment it wasn't a case of how how is it possible this time I think it was a case of I can do it and it's always been in me I, think I appreciate one, that. It was take. one bad day. I think it's a bit. Of I appreciate both. that take. I, I think I think it's a bit of both. <laughs> I don't think he would <laughs> class Gwen dying as just one bad day. Just forget about it. <laughs> no, no. But I, I mean, like, I mean, like he he fucked up that day. Yeah. In, like, I don't mean like he he looked back and went, oh well, there's always tomorrow in there. Yeah. There's always <laughs> Electro Tuesday. Um, great, great. But, yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I do think it was a bit of both. I think it is a bit of you know pain and fucking and trauma on his part but also a, a bit of redemption as well um yeah. and and he does it both really well it like i say it's it's a it is that moment is both heartbreaking and fucking and great it's a, it's a celebration yeah. and pain all it's at bit once. sweet it's a bit of sweet yeah moment. it really is yeah um, um what are we what are we thinking about aunt may in this uh ripped when she, when she said that line you know the line I knew. I just knew it was coming. Well, not, and... not just not just her death, but what do we think about her as a character? Can I? Can I? All right. Can I? Can I tell you why I'm asking? Yeah, sure. Do you know? Go on. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. I will. Um, <laughs> I think Aunt May in the MCU is shit, and I said this last time. And I think that they have always missed the mark on her. She's the one thing about the MCU Spider-Man movies I really didn't like, just because I found her really inconsistent. I found her very like. One minute, you know, like we even said about kind of fumbling the homecoming um, catch, catchphrase, cliffhanger. Like she seems to be pissed off and betrayed by the lack of trust and concerned. And then the next movie, she's high fiving him at like feast fundraisers and stuff like that. And I've always thought it's just there's there's nothing to her. Aunt, she's there and she's called Aunt May because there needs to be a character there called Aunt May. In this movie, I did a fucking I've never done a quicker U-turn on my opinion. Yeah. Like and I and I still I still would I still would very much argue in Homecoming and Far From Home, she's shit. I like not Marissa Tomei specifically, she's working with what she's got, but I don't I did not like the character at all. And in this, she stood for absolutely everything that Aunt May has traditionally always stood for. And she was like it, yeah, put it this way, she's still the... concerned about, you know, her nephew, but also she understands the responsibility she... and power that he's got. 
But she she does the Uncle Ben job. Like she, if you look at the first two Spider-Man movies, you know it's always I di- I never gave a shit that the MCU didn't do the Uncle Ben stuff. I could not care less about I'm it. I'm glad that they didn't, to be honest, for a well, third yeah, time. <laughs> exactly, and but it's also a case of like, but but those morals do need to be instilled in Peter, and he does need to learn them, and that's like quite a massive part of Spider-Man. And I like the fact that the MCU did it differently, but as time went on, it was kind of never really addressed or ever brought up or ever learned. And then in this movie, it kind of it's almost like it kind of took them three movies to teach to teach Peter Parker how to be the best Spider-Man he could possibly be. And I love yeah. that because it's a slow and he was a child. He was like 15 in the first one. Yeah. Like, so he of course he's not going like to get it this time. Well, yeah, but of course he's not at 15. You're not going to understand that until you're a bit older. And I like that they took their time with that. And it kind of retroactively makes me really appreciate the fact that. I fucking hated her in the first two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's really harsh to say you fucking hated her. She's not that bad. I no right, but no, the thing but is, I, she's I get not where that you're bad, coming but she's from. She's nothing. Though. She's useless in it. Like she's not. No, she doesn't serve a purpose. I disagree massively. Oh, well, with that. Far from home, I can see where you're coming from because she's not in the movie much. But Homecoming, absolutely not. Massively disagree. She's in. She's in one scene in Homecoming where she was concerned, and then she doesn't care again for the rest what, of the movie. What what scene are you talking about? The scene where uh, Peter's just lost the the suit, he fucked up on the on the ferry, and he comes home and Aunt May's like, "You you switched your phone off. You can't do that. I've been shitting myself." Yeah. I, that I, scene, she's good in, but that's yeah. all she's done. I don't think her. I don't think Aunt May's only scenes need to be her being scared and concerned and, and dramatic with Peter, though. I've, I've uh, that's not her only role. In I take life. that as like no. a mod. No, but I I get where you're coming from, Lawrence. But I think I'm going to have to agree with Nathan here, where I disagree. Because I feel like it's more of a modern relationship nowadays. Because, yes, she's going to be concerned. But how many teenagers these days just go off and swan about and do their own thing? Yeah, but not you in know, space and... fighting aliens, Beth. But you she haven't d- done that in Homecoming yet. Yeah, no, I'm, ta- no, I'm talking about Far From Home, home then. <laughs> I'm talking about well, when she first... She's hardly in Far From Home, though. Yeah, if, no, if that's talking... the studio's right. choice. Like they, she wasn't there because she wasn't available. Right. But she then, didn't... how can you say how can you say you fucking hate her if she's hardly in it? Because the fact that they barely put her in it, like I'm saying that's this right. <laughs> I don't think Marissa Tomei is a bad actress. I don't think that. I'm she's not saying you do say bad. that. No, no one's saying I'm... you're saying that. Stop getting defensive. I'm not saying that she played the character badly. I'm not saying that the character was bad. I'm saying the character was everything but Aunt May. And she was there to be Aunt May in name only. Like I'm all of Aunt May's, well, that's fine. But all of Aunt May's like, like I just, I didn't find any record. Maybe it is just me, but maybe I, d- I didn't find any recognizable quality in her that made me think this is the Aunt May and Peter Parker relationship. So like, what are you looking for in an Aunt May and Peter relationship? This, this, Peter Parker having questionable morals and questionable things and and saying to himself, this isn't my job. I, I It's not my job to give a shit about this. And she's like, it fucking absolutely is. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I wanted. And that's why I did a U-turn in this. In this movie, she's incredible. I really liked it. Yeah. Okay, so what about the other Aunt Mays then? I mean, have you, can you show me where that has come in before from the other Aunt Mays? Uh, what specifically? That, what you're talking about. What, like being the driving force behind Peter's morals? This this whole yeah, this moral thing. Uh the like family values in Amazing Spider-Man 2, the fact that like while I admit it's cheesy in the Raimi trilogy, because she's almost always saying, You're basically Spider-Man, but I can't tell you that you're Spider-Man because I'm not supposed to know. Um, she's always the person that like Peter goes to her for emotional guidance, and she's always the person that drives 
Although she that happens, it. that happens in Homecoming, though. This is the thing. They're having once. dinner at the Chinese. No, it doesn't happen fucking once. They're having dinner at the Chinese restaurant before he goes to the party at fucking Thingy's house. They have the talk in the car beforehand. You say once, but it's not once. There are right, these what, little moments that, what, what? throughout Homecoming where what she is. The, what uh, happened at the Hold Chinese on, place? I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. There are these little fucking moments throughout Homecoming. Sure, they're not huge fucking massive set pieces, but they don't need to be. Because I feel the, they're more the, modernized because the part of Aunt May isn't to be just the character who is just his fucking life morals she is his family she's his support she's his fucking confidant she's someone he talks to about the little things like losing a backpack about being scared to talk to girls about doing the fucking suit for the prom and all this sort of stuff she's his she's exactly she's his mum she's his home she's his family life she's his rock so she doesn't need to be just one singular purpose and that's it and if she hasn't served that then she's failed as aunt may fine really quickly before we move on i'll say i get i i understand where you're coming from in terms of like you know like he is the modern version or she is the modern version and it's like he's there she's there to like talk to him about you know how to talk to girls and all of that and how to navigate other things other than just emotional kind of complexities but just a a bit more of that would have been cool like and that's why i'm saying i really appreciated it in this movie because in this movie she's way more than just his emotional rock she's a guardian that is willing to die to protect him. She is someone that instills morals in him and tells him that it's not always comfortable and it's not always fair, but he's got the job to do and no one else like can you say, do it. she's become the Uncle Ben in, in the modern day Yeah, and, and, and don't get me wrong, that's, that's so not what I'm saying. I never wanted her to be the Uncle Ben and I never cared the MCU didn't do that. Just in this movie, Aunt May has the same uh, around about uh, i guess a bit more uh, screen time than she had in homecoming i think she i think sony and marvel used it a lot better than they've ever done before yeah i, th- I agree i think she was really good in this movie and this was the best she has she has uh, been as on me this is the best on me on may has been in these movies as well yeah um, yeah. But, but yeah there you go i didn't Fair fucking enough. hear though all right let's move on <laughs> Um, oh no, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. You should be because you got bad opinions. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the scene where they're comparing web shooters was pretty good. That was fucking yeah. hell. I feel like that was a bit of a fan service as well because oh, massively, 100%. Like, yeah, like he's got it coming out of his fucking wrist. Obviously, Andrew and Tom are gonna be like, what? That is fucking grim, mate. What are you doing? The dick joke as well. <laughs> The, the dick joke as well. That was like, oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> it was, um, yeah it was Tom's great. like, it's coming out of your willy too, mate. Like, what, what do you think about that? <laughs> I thought um, that was fucking hilarious. They, they also kind of got in the Spider-Man pointing meme. Yeah. <laughs> joke. Enjoyed that. Always. Where was that? Did I miss that? It was when they was in the lab and Ned was like, Peter, and then all of them were like, oh, pointing at each other. Me, P-U, Peter, me, you, Peter. Yeah, there was oh, because they were in like a triangle kind of formation as well, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so that was good. That was funny. One thing, one thing I I would have liked a bit more of is because one thing you get quite a bit of is um Tom and uh, not Tom Toby and Andrew talking about you know the stuff that happened to them as Spider Man you know from past movies and that was great. It was it was nice to hear them talk about it and stuff. One thing I would have liked, which didn't really happen apart from one moment with Andrew, is is to talk about stuff that we hadn't necessarily seen though. Like I would have, yeah. I would have yeah. loved to hear some more about some of Toby's adventures, like after Spider-Man three, 
Um, but uh, after Spider-Man 3, I kicked my hat up and sat in my Spider-Man costume and read poetry for, <laughs> exactly. for, for 20 years. Yeah, I mean, it might as well have, because there was no indication of anything else happening. He vaguely it's sticking, mentioned... It's sticking with me that you said he was an old dad lost at the wrong barbecue. It's just horrible. <laughs> oh, I meant it. Um, no, but, no, but like, I, I, would, I think I, that was... Not necessarily a mistake, because it, it's not a mistake at all. What we got was fucking brilliant, and I loved every second of it. But I don't know. I, I would just kind of like to have hear a little bit more about what they have been doing since we last saw yeah. them, really. Because, you know, he's, he's clearly... He's got a lot of history. He's been doing that for like fucking twenty years or something at this point. Yeah, because un- unlike so, the villains, they weren't plucked out of the moment, like yeah. in the movies. They they were taken out of different parts of their lives that that have continued on. So yeah, no, I I agree with you there. It would have been nice, because you hear like you say with um, I think the only part I got from Toby was when he was talking about how him and MJ essentially made it work, and they yeah. obviously must have gotten married and. But that was it. I wanted to know more about Does like, he have the Spider Man. What, what's going on? Is he? Are they married? Do they have kids? Is he? He's clearly still being Spider Man. But how does that fit to his life? Does he still work for the Bugle? Yeah. I don't know. I would. I would just like to to know a little bit more about what's going on there. But yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, I thought he was going to die. Oh, I thought he was dead. I thought he was so dead. I think they should have. Nah, then... I. <sighs> Nah, I, I thought it would that. have been ballsy, but this movie was ballsy. So yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe they've brought their cock out even more. So. Yeah, but I think to to kill <laughs> Spider Man by being stabbed, I thought. Yeah, but Toby Maguire's never going to do it again. They could have done. I, I did True. think that. Though. I thought, did Toby make them do this because he doesn't want to do this anymore? Did they can't <laughs> yeah. solo it? I thought. Yeah, what, I thought when was the last performance? He hasn't done anything in a very long time. Oh, Toby doesn't really work anymore. He, doesn't necessarily That's what I mean. Act. I he feel like lot... he made bank on these movies and then went fuck this. I think the yeah. last thing he did was like Boss Baby or something. Yeah. Wait, he's Boss Baby. He's, 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 the, someone... he's the narrator in Boss. He's Baby. someone in Boss Baby. Yeah. And then oh, before yeah, that, older is... character of number one or whatever. And then before that, I think it was um, that fucking uh, uh, Gatsby movie, Great Gatsby. Oh yeah. 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 And no. then. I'm I managed to get away with this, uh, like most, like mostly spoiler free, or so I thought. Um, one thing I did see early on, and it, it must have been in a leak or something, because I didn't see this like this week. Uh, so I, I saw it before the world had seen this film, um, and it was, it was basically Ned becomes the Sorcerer Supreme, and I went, <laughs> yeah, all right, mate, sure, whatever. Um, but Ned does do some magic shit in this, yeah. And I was like, first of all, first maybe. Of all. First of all, he doesn't become the Sorcerer Supreme because, quite rightly, that title now belongs to my King Wong. Yeah. As it should. As it should. Yeah. Mad that the Sorcerer Supreme is just going and fighting fucking in illegal boxing rings on a fucking side. Well, of Wong was waiting for the Ancient One to die so he could be like, I've, when this old bat dies, I'm going to go out and do all this shit that I want to do. <laughs> Wong <laughs> is a king and he can do whatever he wants. Okay, It's yeah. very true. I'll hear no slander on Wong. Um, he can have different haircuts throughout every movie he's in and no one can say anything. Hey, yes, he can. Um, wait, wait, really quickly, one, one side point. This is so quick, I just want a yes or a no. Is it me or is it every single movie Doctor Strange is in? His wig is getting bigger and his goatee is getting like further up his face. Yeah, but that Doctor Strange, he's 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 got to be like that. He's a bit I just of a weird like, in the in the in his solo movie, it was like we'll do the goatee because he's got to do the goatee, and in this one, it's like the like the the fuck the most magician goatee you'll ever see. 
Which I looks can't, great. can't say I noticed, to be honest. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I love Doctor Strange. Oh, it was yeah. just nice to see. It looks good. It's just he, funny. He it's was just... good in this. I, I really enjoyed the fucking the Spider-Man versus Strange fight as well. It was. I really like that because it shows you how intelligent <clears throat> Peter Parker actually yeah. is as well. Because although the mirror dimension is supposed to be the dimension where Doctor Strange succeeds, yeah, he's just so fucking smart. He's like, oh, this is like this is physics. And just fucking He's he's surprised him. by that as well. Like he comes back through the portal and he's like, I just fucking won that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <"How?" laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just like I say, it just shows you how smart he actually is. So that was really yeah. nice. Yeah. What are we yeah. uh, we're, we're we're getting on with time, so I'm gonna say what are we the the ending. The ending is obviously massive for the future of essentially <laughs> anything Spider-Man related going So forward. I fucking loved the ending. I know Sharp loved everything about this movie. But yeah. the the ending it really fucking was Peter just really stepping into the roles. It's it's heartbreaking. It's really fucking heartbreaking of him yeah. going to see MJ her just not having a fucking clue who oh, he is and him deciding not so to sad. not to read out the letter or give her the letter or whatever just because I know maybe he feels gilly, maybe he feels like he doesn't deserve it. Not quite sure, but whatever it is, it's 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 heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking moment yeah. for him to make that choice. And and then it's like that that final scene, like ah, oh, that was Spider-Man. That is exactly 100% what Spider-Man yeah. is. He's alone, he's in a shitty fucking apartment. He's made his own suit which looks fucking incredible and he's Straight out there swinging comments. through the city. Stopping crime and, and looking fucking good. That yeah. that's kind of like that's what I'm saying in the point of you know like where it took it it kind of took them three movies to do the to show that he's progressed into now what we know as Spider Man. Yeah. Because like, obviously, and they started it. They didn't start it late, and it was all I don't know whether it was retrospective or planned. Um, but he was a child and he was too young to be the, the Spider-Man we know of from yeah. 15 years old. I, I like the slow burn, the, the character yeah. building and stuff and like I, that. I don't, I don't think Sony had any fucking idea that that's what they were going to do um, at all. I definitely think Marvel had a lot of input in that, though, because they're, they're oh, yeah. been like with all the other characters like Captain America or Iron Man, they've been really good at fleshing out the characters. Well, they, so. they essentially, like by the end of it, it seems unrecognizable to think that like this is the Peter that we saw at the start of Homecoming. That's like in the decathlon team has like gets like kind of semi bullied by Flash. Like he seems so far beyond that now that it's almost like a soft reboot in the same universe with the same character. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Uh, no, no, I see what you're saying. That what I like about it though is that sure it has taken three movies to get to this point, but I think. Th- that is the essence of Spider-Man, though, because there's a really common misunderstanding with Spider-Man, which is that he's always a kid, which just isn't the case. He's a kid for like yeah. the the yeah. first like for, well, the first few years of his comic history. For the most part, Peter is like a fucking twenty-five to thirty-year-old guy in in his yeah. fucking stories, um, and most of his fucking like big adventures don't happen until later in his life. So he doesn't necessarily have to be a kid dealing with this drama all the time. That is a very small portion of what Spider-Man is. He's yeah, he's, sure. he's he's Spider-Man. He's an actual adult dealing with this stuff. And I think now we're like stepping into that role. It's like now Tom is stepping into the role of Spider-Man and it is going to take part, you know, of, of what we've seen from the comics and like most of the big stuff and going forward. And it's really fucking exciting. 
It's yeah. closer to like the um, Beth. I don't know if you've ever played this. We pro- I think I don't know if we've ever asked you about it either. Um, it's the ending. It was felt really closer to the interpretation of um, of Peter that we see in the game. Yeah, uh, the Marvel Spider Man game, uh, no, which I is, can't which is my. That. You should play it, man. It's so good. But it's um, you should get me a PS Five. You don't need one for that. PS Four. That was my first experience. Yeah, same. Yeah, oh. but um, yeah, it's like it's a well, it's a great game anyway. But that's besides the point. It's the um. It's the Peter Parker like that that I'm the most familiar with, and when I kind of saw him turn on that light in that shitty apartment, and I saw him with the sewing machine out, I was like, I'm so fucking. I've never been more excited for the future of Spider Man. I'm interested to know if there's any tech in that suit. Yeah, right. Or or if it, if it's just him, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to know how that's going because maybe there is. Maybe he's still got some like Stark tech left over, which he could get his hands yeah. on. But it seems just very much bare bones. I'd love. Really. I'd love the idea if it wasn't because, like, if he was if he was a smart person, which at the end of this movie he's clearly leveled up in terms of his maturity, he'd know that most of his shit has been caused from Tony Stark. Like, even the the Mysterio drone thing that was all Stark tech. Like, yeah. I would love it. Like, if he was like, because I I viewed it as him him kind of like right. If MJ is gonna love me, then she's gonna love me for me, not because I told her and not because of magic. Yeah. Um yeah. and and it's and it's like if I'm gonna be Spider Man, I'm gonna make my own suit and I'm gonna do things my way. Um yeah. and like taking kind of Aunt May's like He's legacy. Becoming his own person. Yeah. 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 May's fucking great. Nathan, you could probably answer this. Um just quickly. The um when you help someone you help everyone quote. Was that from the game or is that an iconic May No, quote? that's that's an Aunt May quote. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. is in the game as well. It is in the game. Yeah, well, that's that's where it's most prevalent. That's the only place I've heard it. No, um, yeah, I've not heard that. I liked quote. that. Obviously, everyone knows with great power comes great responsibility. But I, I never saw the you help one person, you help everyone. I, I thought that was really nice. And, and that that scene quote, as well yeah. with him and Happy at the grave, and just Happy not knowing who he is. Like that. Oh, that was a good moment as well because I yeah. for a moment I'd completely forgot. <laughs> like strange had made everyone forget and i was and then when happy came there and he said how did you know i was like what and oh okay yeah that makes sense oh yeah that's yeah. right because i thought is that, that so means... is peter living with happy or but clearly not because like no. what's going on there but does that so... mean also because i might be wrong obviously i, I want to watch the, i will watch the movie again but that also means dr strange doesn't know who he is either does dr it? strange doesn't know yeah no no yeah. literally no one knows peter parker anymore None of the Avengers will know. Um, wow. No one, no one will know. It's literally just him now. Yeah. Wow! It's fucking good <clears throat> shit, man. It's really it's, it's, good shit. It's heartbreaking, but it's it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. It's 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 good Spider-Man stuff. I'm really but... excited to see where this fucking story goes next. With well, Tony, think... don't fuck it up. I think we know where we're going next due to the uh, first credit scene. Oh shit! We need to talk about that as well, right? Quick, quick! We need to get into this. So, the, <laughs> and the first... I'm terrified because of Sony's two movies that they've done with the symbiote. It was fuck. They're fucking awful movies. Yeah. So the first, you haven't seen Venom two yet, have you? I have. Lance. I haven't seen it. No, you haven't oh. seen it. No. I, I, I spoil, spoil away. I don't give a shit. I, really I think spoiled. the only thing that you need to spoil from Venom is the end credit scene. Yeah, the, which the I've seen because Nathan sent it to me. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, then that's it. The rest of the movie's fucking. The the only saving grace, in my opinion, is literally the actors. It's yeah, it's true. It's 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 quite a bad movie. Um, yeah. there's some funny moments in it though. I think it. There are. I, I like the relationship between Eddie and Venom. Um, but but yeah, it, <laughs> Venom came in in the post credit scene for Venom two. Venom crossed over into the MCU. He saw Peter 
on TV in a scene which does not exist of him standing maskless in Times Square. <laughs> so, so that was great to see. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, he's in the MCU and like, what does this mean? Is this big things? Is he going to be here to stick around? Is he going to fight Spider-Man? Turns out, no. <laughs> he no. <got> straight away, <laughs> he just got shoved off back to his own universe. I was, and I was um... like, I was like, oh, well, that was pretty pointless. Then that's it? how I felt. I was like, <laughs> but well, then, it's but pointless. then, yes, exactly, seemingly pointless because a <laughs> little piece of the down. symbiote is left behind, mm. um, so leading to Venom. In Danny the, uh... Rowe has his Venom confirmed. <laughs> Danny Rowe has. His how do you venom. feel about though? If um, because obviously I know. Mm. They've still got, obviously, they've got Charlie Cox as uh, Daredevil, and I feel like with with the Venom films, Tom Hardy was the saving grace mm. of Venom. Um, are they gonna uh, yeah. recast Tom? I Hardy? don't. Uh, what I think they'll do, I don't, th- and I, I hope they do this. I don't think they'll go down Eddie Brock. I think they'll do Flash Thompson um, yeah. because he's been Venom. Uh, he's yeah. the he was the second Venom after, and Eddie they've Brock. already introduced Flash as well. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and. W- one of the things that one of my guest criticisms is I wish Flash would have been in this movie more because I really yeah. like that character and I would like to have seen more of his reaction to the to the whole um Peter thing. You get a little bit of it, but I'd like I'd like to see it in a bit more detail. But it's not yeah. his movie, so fair enough. Um yeah. but yeah, I just would have liked more of him really. That's, I like that's character. always been like I think that's always been mm. such a like a unique dynamic because we, we even in the first two you never really see outside of like Gwen, MJ and Harry Osborne in in all th- all like five of the first five Spider-Man movies, um, th- you don't really see what his school life is like. You just know, haha, nerd gets bullied. Yeah. Um, and and in this, <clears> it's the first Joe time so well, no, it's, it, it, it's the first time they've fleshed out like other characters. Yeah. Um, in in this and and Flash, it was, I always loved what they were doing with Flash. And then in this one, he's just kind of like Peter's my best friend. Like I feel like you'd be like. No nah, man, this is fucking big information, not just like a party trick that you can use to get girls at MIT or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Um, we'll wrap up there, unless anyone's got any other points. Uh, do you what? want to talk about the second yeah, one? I oh did. yeah, fuck yeah, I forgot about what that. Should we, or should we say mini trailer? It was just a trailer, I think. It was just a full yeah, on was. fucking trailer. Uh, it just that'll, kept that'll going on. I was, I was... I was blown away the fact that because you know usually you only get about like thirty seconds and stuff like that, but it just kept going on. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, the this last is a time, yeah, the last time that was done was at the end of uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. They had a they had a trailer for the Avengers at the end of that oh, one. Fuck yeah, they did. That um, was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, but but yeah, here we are. We got a fucking trailer. For I can't fucking wait this is a bit of you isn't it I love magic I love Doctor Strange I love Wanda Queen fucking you can choke me with that headpiece (laughs) like honestly I can't fucking wait I'm so excited Baron Mordo's back he's got fucking dreads dreads yeah sick paying off the Baron Mordo thing and it's been fucking years (laughs) oh it's been so long and uh, and also is that the fucking strange from what if? I yes, think so. I think so. I think it is too. What's going on? That, that I think uh, in what if the the Doctor Strange episode was my favorite episode in what if. Yeah, it's the best one uh, by far, I think. Yeah, and it, uh, do you know what? Like, I just think Benedict Cumberbatch is phenomenal. I think he was a. Uh, I'm going to be bold here and say he was is the another perfect casting. You know how some people say Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, RDJ yeah. is Iron Man. 
I'm well, that, that comes with the fact that he's like a, he's a, like an actor's actor, isn't he? Like he's yeah, one of, he's I'm an actor a, that I really appreciate because he doesn't act like he's above the MCU. He's like, yeah, yeah I'll go no, and do my Shakespeare play exactly. in London, and then I'll come and have fucking fun and make millions. Exactly. Now I, I'm mm. of the opinion that that Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. He's very yeah. good. He is very good, and he he was really good in What If because he did do the voice. Um, and I think it has to be fucking Dark Strange from What If because it would be if, way too bold exactly, to not do that. Exactly. Yeah. If they're bringing in another Dark Strange, it would seem weird, wouldn't it? If yeah. you have this connected universe, then you might as well use it. So exactly. Yeah, I, I think and it is. And seeing Wonder again, like a Scarlet <coughs> Witch in a costume. Costume's a little different, but it looks great. It looks yeah. Great. It do you know Elizabeth Olsen um, actually helped design? The the new costume. Yeah, she did. She did. They they helped. They let her have a big input in the new costume. So there's a there's a great moment in like a newscasting thing, and it's just like a bit of text at the bottom of like one of the news parts of like the you know when they give you like some exposition over the news. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's there's just the bottom of text at the bottom that says why does Spider Man hate historical monuments so much? Fuck it, just fucking made me crease. That's very funny. Because <laughs> he was he in the in the in Homecoming, he fucked up the Washington Monument. Then yeah. it was the then it was Tower Bridge. Then it was yeah. Statue of Liberty next. You were, uh, you were about to say London Bridge, fake Londoner. I was about to say London Bridge. Yeah. Did he did he fuck up anything in Far From Home? Uh, yeah, London Bridge. Tower Bridge. Um, uh, sorry, I meant like when he was abroad. Venice. Uh, I guess he fucked up a bit of Venice. What was your standout part of the movie? I think my part. Um, obviously, don't get me wrong. I love the introduction of Andrew and Toby, and and but my my favourite part, although it was an incredibly sad scene, and and I think you'll probably agree with me that the scene where him and May are talking, obviously before she collapses on the floor, mm. um, for me mm. that was the pivotal moment where I was like, Tom is the Spider Man for me because he's never looked more like Spider Man. He's never come yeah. across yeah. more like Spider Man. Mm. And I just, for me, that that was the pivotal moment where I was like, yeah, no, he's he's the best. I think for me, for the exact same reason, I'm going to say just that whole ending sequence of him, you know, in the apartment and then jumping out with a new suit and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, for the exact same reason, that was like... And and I've never not necessarily seen Tom as not Spider Man, you know. I've al- I've always seen him as Spider Man, yeah. just like a, a younger and more inexperienced version. But yeah, th- that was like the moment where oh, he's he's the guy now. He's fully stepped into into yeah. the role. Um, and yeah, loved it. Yeah, Lawrence. Uh, I'm gonna say I love the. Maybe this is because I rewatched Spider Man three recently as well. Um, I was a massive fan of how dark they took it, and if I had to pick one moment, it'd be when Tom is just beating the shit out of the Green Goblin. The, re- the reason I like that scene, sorry, the um, uh, when he's like fucking just going nuts on the Green Goblin um, and then Toby jumps in and saves Norman from the glider. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I like that a lot. Because it, yeah. it was always the guilt thing of, no, he didn't kill the Green Goblin, but Har- he, it, it fucking ruined his friendship with Harry. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Harry ended up dying the same way. Um. And that's all. And then the fact that he mentioned it, although it wasn't the greatest performance, he did mention that you know he's lost people, he's lost his best friend, died in his arms. It was heartbreaking. 
uh, that was his moment of uh, yes and Andy got to catch MJ but he got to save Norman this time yeah. which I thought was great when when yeah. Tom picked up that glider I was like fucking hell they're doing this it me was, too that was brutal yeah. no, I, I knew they'd never have done it but yeah. the fact that he just still weighed the fuck out of him yeah like just, oh, just mate those punches the sound <laughs> yeah I was gonna say the sound mixing was really well in that scene because I, I feel like I felt every punch that he was yeah. throwing the fight in the fucking condo as well was really brutal of them just like going yeah, in between the floors and stuff as well Oh, oh yeah, I was like, fuck, that must fucking hurt, bro. <laughs> yeah, all right. One last point I want to make, and then we can go. <laughs> and this is mostly to you, Lawrence, because I don't think Beth will understand this. Did you yeah. see the Avi Arad line in the credits? And did, did. You and think you know it was, I said? did you think it was fucking weird? Yeah. It was so I, weird. I thought it, and the first thing I thought was, Avi Arad has the editor captive, and he's typed that himself. <laughs> For, uh, really? Beth, Beth, for context, very quick context. Is I want to wrap up so quick. Yeah, but, um, I know. Avi Arad is a famous Spider-Man producer. He's worked with Sony and Spider-Man projects for fucking ages. Like I'm talking down to the '90s, like cartoons. Yes. Um, okay. Like he basically anything Spider-Man that's ever come out in your lifetime has had Avi, Avi Arad attached to it in one way or another. But he's also okay. a terrible person. He's a terrible producer. producer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's a terrible producer. He constantly tells directors to think of the fans. And he is the cause that Spider-Man 3 is overstuffed. He is the cause that Amazing Spider-Man 2 is overstuffed. And he's a large ah. reason why both of the projects got rebooted. Um, and Toby and Andrew got screwed. Yeah. yeah. He, Avi Arad, everything good you like about Spider-Man, nothing to do with him. Everything you don't like him yeah. one million percent right. him okay. and at the end of this movie there's a line that says the studio would like to extend thanks to avi arad for basically being the biggest chad at marvel but and, what i sony but what i found weird about it is they said special thanks to ari avi arad for being the original true believer which is yeah. a stan lee catchphrase why are they giving a stan lee catchphrase to avi arad it, that i'm for that was fucking weird. I feel Stan like Lee has I... resurrected and he's selling <laughs> NFTs now, Nate. <laughs> Don't get me started. I feel, I feel like that. I feel like Javier had just typed that out himself while he no one million was looking. Did. Yeah. It's... yeah. Anyway, it's... fuck you, Javier Ad. Right. I, I want to go to bed at some point tonight. So you've been listening to another happy pod. Thank you, Beth, for joining us and for joining us next week, which you'll be doing. Yes. Because we're going to be discussing this show. You know, it would be a lot easier if we were facing the other way. It would be a lot easier if we were facing the other way. Yeah, just a... Hey, we're communicating. Hang on. Oh, wow, that was, that was Hawkeye. Hawkeye at Christmas time. <laughs> Very much so. Kate Bishop is here. She's got a bow and a dog. Yelena is here. Episodes go out Friday at 10 a.m. If you like this, you can catch us at 10 a.m. every Friday. Uh, You can also follow us at Another Happy Pod on Twitter and And Instagram. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week, baby. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not cry. Please end this. Never. Hawkeye's coming to Christmas this town. <laughs> that was something else. Hawkeye is coming to Christmas this town. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.